0: Crown a queen in the desert. Welcome to this week's episode of The Chop Shop. Brought to you by Bucklebum Entertainment and in association with the Blue Network. Introducing first Hailing from Luton United Kingdom. He is the one washmeister Luke Atalay. wash bada bing bada boom. How are you all doing? Introducing next to my left, she is the mean queen of New York. She is Sarah mistake. And oh, oh, oh. Orlando <laughs> How are we? Another busy week in the WWE. And where better to start than the news this week, that WWE are going to bring Queen of the Ring... Yes. ...before
1: Saudi Arabia. Yes. Uh, wondering if it's kind of to make up since... Usually, it's mostly men, you know, they might bring two women over. Uh, but remember when we saw the All Men's pay per view evolution, that was right the week before, a week after a Saudi Arabia show. So it kind of feels sure. like this is okay, we're not doing another pay per view. So here's Queen of the Ring. Yeah. And
2: it's, and it's going to be just basically a Peacock exclusive. So it's basically almost a pay per view in a sense for the women. Yeah. But, um, mm. um, I mean, it's about time that they're going to have a Queen of the Ring. They've been talking about it for, what, like a year or two now? Mm-hmm. So, so.
0: They, they have definitely flirted with the idea of a, another women's pay-per-view. Evolution 2 has been knocked around for years and years, certainly since so, well, this
2: uh, is October. Not technically, this is not technically an Evolution 2. This is technically a newer kind of women's pay-per-view.
1: In a sense,
0: you're staying technically a lot, a lot, lot more times. Let's face it; it's all smoke and mirrors, <laughs> isn't it? When we saw it, hey, let's let's not beat around the bush here. We saw Evolution Two in October, Evolution One even uh, at, at the start of 20, uh, October twenty eighteen. It was two weeks later that they were in Saudi Arabia when Jamal Khashoggi had died, and they were controversially um, hounded and uh, astonished that they decided to do. A Show in Saudi Arabia, so it very feels very much a look at the shiny thing and then ignore everything else that's happening over here so uh, You know whether WWE are gonna take a queen of the ring tournament seriously enough to then Go over to Saudi Arabia and put on a first show which they haven't done since uh, March 2020 because I heard that one went down really really well <laughs>
2: <laughs> All I'm just saying is just that they better not crown Charlotte Flair. I'm just saying
1: Oh, it's gonna be Charlotte <laughs>
2: Oh, no, uh, don't put that in the universe, no. It's, it's Charlotte
0: what? Wins, lol. Have you not learned that, Orlando?
2: <laughs> you know what? I would give it to Dana Brooke. You know what? Dana Brooke has been through the ringer for these past six or seven years in WWE. She's gotten several partners. She's not getting the push. Maybe at least give her something. Like here, as a little prize that you've been in WWE for so long, be hmm. the first queen of the ring, you know? I wouldn't mind yeah.
1: that. Yeah, but she's pregnant, so she's not wrestling.
2: <laughs> Allegedly, that's a rumor. So, And she was at Raw this past week, so I, I doubt that. I don't know. I don't think you can travel when you're pregnant, honestly. I don't know.
0: I mean, aside from the, the fantasy booking that you're, you're suggesting, what other names would you put in the Queen of the Rain tournament mix? I mean, we, obviously, we, we hounded the, uh, the choice of eight women for the Miss One Money in the Bank, which saw Nikki A.S.H. Uh, go on to win the briefcase and then win the War Women's title. So of the entire women's divisions across Raw, SmackDown, NXT, maybe NXT UK, if they're feeling flirty enough, uh, who'd you put in that kind of tournament?
2: I would want Liv Morgan to win it. Like, you know what, because the fans were really backing her, so I think that would be a nice little treat for her. Like, they didn't give her money in the bank because a lot of people uh, were, like, asking for her to win, either her or Alexa Bliss. So so I think if they're doing a Queen of the Ring tournament, maybe they could give it to Liv Morgan, at least.
1: Depending how Becky's received when she comes back, maybe she could win it.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh... It, the question of uh, Becky Lynch's return has been uh, flirted and flirted and flirted with. Obviously, we, we expect her to be back at Money in the Bank. Very much all the reports this week say it's any minute now before uh, SummerSlam will come on to the uh, match that was made on Raw a little bit later. But certainly, one name that would be amazing to see as Queen of the Ring Michael satamura from NXT UK, the current NXT UK Women's Champion. Surely, she deserves to be the empress of WWE.
2: Ooh, no. There's only one empress right now, and that's Asuka. You don't want to do that. come on. Come (laughs) on. the empress of yesterday.
0: Let's face it. Asuka Asuka of yesteryear has been and gone and had the WrestleMania t-shirt.
2: Okay. But we'll see. I I don't think they're going to include NXT or NXT UK with what's going on now with reports. I mean, it would be nice, but
0: we'll see. It it would be fascinating to see who they bring in for the uh, tournament. Obviously, we haven't seen a decent uh the Ring tournament in quite a while. Sorry, Baron Corbin. Um, <laughs> 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 Everyone goes, goes up to... Uh,
2: the women, let's just say, the women are going to probably like really take this opportunity and kill it. So, mm-hmm. um, whoever they choose, hopefully it's a good one. Hopefully it's not Charlotte. I think the women are going to probably do excellent in this tournament. So,
0: well, again, Evolution was a great show. It was one of the best shows of twenty eighteen. Uh, Mickey James said it uh, recently that, uh, obviously now she's talking about the NWA uh, women's show, is that they they really pulled their, their their socks out and and really gave it their all, uh, even though it had that house show vibe uh, instead of the main pay per view build that they could have given it. They still put on one hell of a night. And you know, (laughs) no one complained that Becky Lynch against Charlotte Flair that night because they put on an absolute barnstormer. So of course not. You know, it's it, it, it it's got to happen, and it's got to happen. Uh, on a on bigger stage, personally, especially now that fans are back. Uh, time to move on and talk about uh, the, the other wrestling news of the week. Uh, starting with Friday Night SmackDown being at rolling Loud in Miami. And the main talking points coming out of uh, the dual show that was in Cleveland and in Miami was that we are getting a pay per view, guys, on New Year's Day. Hooray! Should all acquaint, uh, speak <laughs> Okay. Uh, New Year's Day pay-per-view. Good idea? Or they're just gonna call it New Year's Resolution?
2: I, I mean, they could call it something different, I mean, but it's been, what, how long has it been since we've seen New Year's Resolution, like, what, 10 years?
1: Over 10 years? Didn't NXT do something last year on New Year's? If I'm not mistaken.
2: I think they did, but
1: I think they called it
2: something else, but, um, could be, but, you know, um... But i'm excited i mean i'm just anxious just to see what they're going to do you know um it's going to be in atlanta so mm. shout out to everybody that's going to be in atlanta georgia to see a pay-per-view <laughs> and also another pay-per-view on a saturday so i don't know if it's the deal with peacock or something but it looks like the major pay-per-views are probably going to be moving to saturdays or something <laughs> well it it, it,
0: it, sm- it smells like it doesn't it because obviously new year's eve then is going to be on a friday night where they can have a a Probably a Tate SmackDown so that people can spend time with their families over the period. Uh, or oh, Vince McMahon might force him to work because he's that kind of maniac. Uh, but yeah, New-, New Year's Day 2022 in Atlanta, Georgia. Heck, it's going to be Goldberg's night again. That's going to be the first match of his 2022 contract. Let's let's all fantasy book that now um, and have him just absolutely ruin the night and get 2022 uh, off to as good a start as 2021 was. Pretty damn measurable because COVID's still here. Uh, Goldberg is the COVID 19 of all wrestlers.
2: <laughs>
1: um,
2: <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> anyway, just to rewind for a second, I uh, just looked it up. NXT did, it was New Year's Evil, and it was on January 6th, so it wasn't on New Year's Day like I initially thought. Oh, okay, but, fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was called New Year's Evil. So, yeah, so it was a <laughs> theme type of paper. per uh, theme
2: type of TV show that they did on. Wednesday, yeah. So.
0: Not as as good a name as uh, New Year's Dash uh, that uh, New Japan have. I mean, the (laughs) the
2: way they start New Year's
0: and put a show on Wrestle Kingdom and then have another one straight after. That is the model that they need to be looking at. That is certainly for sure. But, of course, uh, the the main show of Friday Night SmackDown being at the festival, uh, slightly underwhelming, uh, certainly from the festival side of things. Uh, Sarah, what did you make of it?
1: You know, the stage looked pretty awesome. The crowd just seemed a little flat. Um, I like the idea of having a show at a festival, mm. if it's the right festival, because that mm. crowd just seemed a little flat.
2: Well, no, because, like, they, I didn't expect it to be on the main stage. They put it on the main stage, which that, for me, I think that was a little bit of a mistake. Normally, with other festivals, like what they did with NXT and NXT UK, they'll put them on the side, like, as, like, a little, like, area for people to view so Mm -hmm. i i mean i mean it was smart for them to have like people there that used to watch wrestling and then you know and then they see like bianca belair coming down you know because she's a star as it is so Mm -hmm. probably there's going to be some some girls there be like oh who is this chick let me Mm -hmm. check out uh let me check this girl out and then maybe they'll tune into smackdown you know um this coming friday so
0: Mm yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's only interesting of course um nxt uk came to download festival uh, here in the uk and obviously the way that nxt uk has really been a community uh led sort of uh platformer and uh, a a um a roster is that it, it had that that level of of intimacy where you know, you could have them have a, a ring at a festival and, and and film matches and you know have that sort of feel and you know it, it it felt right whereas i think to have um i I guess to have a wwe ring at a woodstock or i'm trying to think of an american festival straight off the top of my head you might have to uh,
2: like ultra or like those electro uh electro type of like what's, what's, what's,
0: about. What's, the, what's the one that um happens in the desert uh burning
2: man isn't, isn't it all the burning man, man yeah no, no um i don't know what's the other one uh but there's one called the two, burning man
1: the two big ones is burning man and then there's uh, south by southwest that's the yeah, one, south that West,
0: one. South yeah we'll, uh, south we'll by go, we'll go that much them having a stage there
2: you know now mind you but mind you here's the thing rolling loud you know what the majority is the majority is the black community which mm. i think that was smart of them to do because i think a lot of people were saying about how the black market is very important and I think mm-hmm. it's very smart of them because their two biggest champions right now is Bobby Lashley and Bianca Belair as their reigning champions. So mm-hmm. for them to, like, see, oh, wait, look, the WWE champion is looks like me, like, they'll have some more eyeballs coming on, you know? So, I mean, that would be smart of them. And, of mm-hmm. course, Bianca with her braid and everything, you know, with her hairstyle and her look and everything, that will, like, get, like, girls – that were there because it's mostly like what young adults that yeah, are look, probably it look going like to, it. Yeah, so but the crowd, like come on now. The crowd was either drunk or high during that festival. Mm. <laughs> or both. <They're laughs> both yeah. I, I, yeah.
0: I think they made a complete misstep in not having someone like biggie um Show up on stage and and so, have him. He... I mean, there's always
2: next year. Like, look, Wale was happy to have WWE there. Like, he's a fan, and I think he wants like hip hop and WWE to work really well together. Mm. So, you know, so
0: yeah, that that that's certainly for sure. It's Meanwhile, good. in Cleveland, uh, the viewers at home were in for a real, real treat. The, the, the excellent brain of Mr. Paul Heyman taking John Cena to town, pulling down his jean shorts uh, firmly between his ankles uh, because John Cena is as boring as the missionary position. Oh! The first shots had been fired in the big fight for John Cena against
1: Roman Reigns. What did we think of this, guys? I mean, it's certainly entertaining to have Paul Heyman try to sing John Cena's theme song.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, I have to say, like, visionary position is an actual word. It's not dirty. But they censor the words. <laughs> I just like, why do you censor it? It's just like, <laughs> it's an actual word. <laughs> it's not dirty. <laughs> I mean, I, I know people are going to be thinking, like, what's missionary? And then, like, you know, kids are going to probably Google it. And, <laughs> oh, no but
0: um, that, that, that's the thing that, uh, WWE have sort of thing is that on, on YouTube's terms and conditions, it's not, it's not a naughty word. So the reason why they would censor something like that, it's a bit baffling. So, yeah, I, I don't know, but you know, the fact that they took that, that shot and it landed perfectly, um, obviously later on in that same sort of promo and same sort of, uh, thing is that Roman Reigns says no to John Cena. But yes to Finn Balor as a way of keeping them two apart. Do
2: we agree with this? Well, because like he knows he's probably gonna beat Finn. You know, that's probably why he said no to John. Like he's just like, I don't wanna deal with John. Like it's almost the same thing. I want something new, you know? And like he hasn't really faced like what Balor
1: in like what two years? Mm. Okay, two, three, three years. So I know he faced them when he first got the title. He gave Finn Balor a shot before he went down to NXT. So yeah, probably about
2: two years. Yeah, about so you know. it, Oh it, it, and by the way, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like Roman Reigns doesn't like missionary positions, so he likes other types of positions. So <laughs> he
0: likes he likes the ones where he's on top. That's let's just face it, he's the head <laughs> of the table. Um, mm. But yeah, it, it was certainly a, a talking point for uh Friday night's back then. I showed that you know I think overall, despite despite having sort of two layers of success, uh, being in Miami and being in Cleveland, um, they they pulled off an all right show. All things considered,
2: yeah, (laughs) yeah, they're they're doing some they're they're moving some pieces on SmackDown. Oh, is another story. I don't. (laughs) I just uh, I don't know. Should, 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 should,
0: we, should we dive straight into it, Orlando? Should we? Should we yes, get it open yes. done with like a COVID vaccination? Yeah, please. Yes,
2: okay. please.
0: because Raw it's was like? What was gone back to being terrible again? Uh, seven days ago, me and you, Orlando, we sat here and we thought, "This is it." Raw, you know, WWE. We've turned the corner. Raw was amazing. This happened. This happened. This happened. And this week, back to square one again. It's it's like it's like
2: Raw has never left uh, the Thunderdome. It's I no, it's I I don't know. Is it because? I'm thinking because I think Vince has an issue with certain cities. Mm. I think he doesn't, he knows certain cities will get a reaction from and certain cities where they will reject everything. Like Mm. he knows if he goes to Chicago, they'll reject everything and they'll just (laughs) hijack themselves. If he he goes to Chicago, huh?
0: (laughs) If he goes to Chicago.
2: You know, because like Kansas city, like Kansas, I don't know. Like they've had some good shows. It's just, Sometimes the people don't react well, mm. in my opinion. But yeah, no, this past uh, RAW was terrible. I
0: just, I, uh, I don't know. It it says something when uh, I guess the the, the most exciting uh, highlights of the night were Reginald uh, going in and out of the ring,
2: <laughs> defending his twenty four seven title against Arthur. <laughs> I mean, I think, um... mean, but Reginald, he's a good athlete, don't you think, Sarah? I mean, like, you do you like his splits?
1: Yeah. I mean he he's definitely got some moves and his Circuit Soleil <laughs> background definitely shows. You yeah. know.
2: I just you know, I don't know. Like honestly like I'm I'm still rooting for Nikki um Cross. I'm not gonna call her that other her name. Mm. <laughs> I'm still rooting for her. I'm still rooting for Piper Niven, like even though like they had that little like mishap where Maddie supposedly could be injured. Hopefully she's not. Mm. Hopefully, you know, but they haven't really updated on her condition, so I'm thinking maybe they she's okay, maybe she's she's not fully injured, but I, you know, I don't know.
0: Well, of course, uh, let's go go talk about uh, Nikki Ash now. The, uh, with the, the entitled uh, uh, future queen of the ring, Charlotte Flair, uh, coming out on, on Raw to challenge uh, Nikki Ash for the Raw wins to happen. Obviously, Rhea Ripley, challenge to, now setting up a potential, he says in, in in quotation marks for the audio listeners, a SummerSlam triple threat for the Raw Women's title between the three of them. A lot of people aren't buying this because they can smell Becky from a mile away.
2: Well, it's been confirmed, but yeah, they could change it. Um, I, I... You know what? They should leave it as this triple threat because I at least, like, you know, it gives Rhea and Nikki... Cross you know a chance to be on SummerSlam Hmm. on the main show because like I think it was what last year or two years ago uh Nikki Cross she was um she was on the pre-show so and I think last year she wasn't even on the show so so this was so now she could be on the main show so that'd be you know um I like the beginning of Raw like I was like I was into the first maybe hour of Raw you know Hmm. Like, you know, with uh, with uh, Nikki's speech, you know, and then her, you know, and then, of course, Charlotte being, you know, being the bitch that she is. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's always nice to have the Queen being a bitch, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is it. And, you know, it wouldn't be a flair without a sense of entitlement, huh? <laughs> just it's charlotte wins lol that's that's sort of what we've come to use to her but you know sarah we, we've read in the reports for weeks and months even before we got to money in the bank is that it was almost a done deal that we'd get charlotte versus becky at summerslam um could could they turn it into a fatal thought way on the night could we get a a pop a la hardy boys coming back at uh mania 33 and that's how they send the crowd to go absolutely bananas
1: I mean it, it doesn't feel like that's going to happen. Uh, I feel like they'll advertise when she's coming back or mm-hmm. if she comes back at the pay-per-view it's going to be to attack somebody. Mhm.
0: Uh, yeah. It it, it it it's it's only an intriguing uh, option they've got on the table, but uh mm-hmm. also not, more wrestling reports uh, this week have said well she's not going to go back to Raw, she's going to go back to Smackdown. Uh, when she is back in the in the main roster, back to where really she belongs. Really, uh, bear in mind that all throughout 2018 she was she was SmackDown's main star by 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 a country mile. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean we'll see. Um, I mean, there's also like um, we don't know about Randy Orton; he's disappeared. Like, and now like Riddle's like doing all his moves and stuff. So I'm just like, are we gonna even have them being tag team champs? Because they, there's a report they're saying that he they put him in inactive, so yeah, be a loss right there.
1: I don't see them unless he comes back next week. I don't see them going for the title at SummerSlam, which I would have thought would have been the right time to mm. put the belts on RK, bro. Bro, I mean, but uh, remember,
2: but remember, WWE always likes to put out a match at last minute, so there could be a chance that he could come back at the Go Home show. And then, you know,
0: so let let, let me throw a curveball here. How long do we think uh, Randy Orton's got left in the company? He's he's approaching almost 20 years in in the business and not really taking too much time away, uh, unlike The Miz, unlike John Cena, who, you know, let's not forget, I've been in and around the company for roughly the same time as him, of course, uh, Randy Orton and John Cena from the same class of OVW. Um, uh, Surely there's got to be a time where he's got to step away.
2: Maybe next year. I could see maybe next year. I mean right now he 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 right now he's just like he wants to work with Little because it's different hmm. because he requested it, so they honor that request. So if he feels like there's no other competitor or somebody that he could work with, then he'll just like, you know, I'm done. Thank you very much. You know, give me my flowers. And <laughs> and then they'll probably ask him, Don't go to AEW please. <laughs>
1: I mean it was last year. Uh let me take a look here. Uh he signed a new contract in two thousand nineteen. It was a new five year deal. Mm. Uh he has signed through November twenty twenty four. Um I see him finishing up that contract and just retiring.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I I mean it, it it's a remarkable thing. Obviously we're a WWE podcast, but you know, we we would put our houses on people like Daniel Bryan or the Big Show or Mark Henry staying with the company until the end because they were company guys, but as we've seen uh, in recent weeks, we've seen two, if not all of those three gentlemen, uh, almost set for for Tony Khan's company. So it's it, what what else can Randy Orton do uh, in, in his career? It's it's really been a a stellar heel run from from start to finish, and he's sort of done it all. He's wrestled them all. So uh, you know, if whenever Randy Orton does decide to retire, uh, it'll be it'll be intriguing to say the least. But uh, that is that is one for, for him to come back when he's uh, back injured, uh, and really what where uh, they will do with RK Bro is something that we'll be able to watch. In other news, Keith Lee uh, is set to make a statement on next week's Raw as to why he's been come back from the way he put across uh, on a tweet before Raw went to air seems kind of serious, so I'm generally concerned
2: as the way it could be. Well, a lot of people are speculating either it's, like, health reasons or it could be because of his um trademark issue. I think it's probably a little both, honestly. Because, like, because they did report that he did get COVID, him and Mia Yim, so... um And probably the COVID probably affected him, so he was probably dealing with a lot of health issues, so... Mm. I don't know if, like, it took him a while to get cleared, because I know the doctors in WWE, they take a while to clear somebody. Yeah, That's why, like, you look at Samoa Joe, it took him, what, two years now to get cleared? Mm-hmm. Well, so there's the rumor that he's going to be back in the ring soon, so... Um, uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, for Casey, I'm hoping that it's more, like, medical. I mean, if it's something personal, hopefully it's nothing bad, because I don't think WWE could take another bad publicity stunt, and if he... Were- Admits to something truthful. I don't know, so we'll see.
1: Okay. I think it's going to depend on whether or not it's. I think it's going to depend whether or not it's for storyline. If it's something for storyline, you know, we can see a heel turn. He blames fans for Netflix supporting him and him being kept off TV. We can see something like that. Uh, if it's something outside the wrestling business, then yeah, I think it's going to be medical or trademark issue.
2: I think they'd be genuinely dumb to turn Keith Lee heel. I'm sorry. No, no, now. no, no. It would be smart. And you know what? Maybe team him up with Bobby Lashley. Ooh, no, those two no, are the no, team? No, no, no. no,
0: no. Uh, Orlando, stop I talking, like stop, stop talking, stop <laughs> talking. Don't you ever forget about Give me King.
2: my moment. Give me my moment. You guys are saying that Charlotte's winning Queen of the Ring. Give G- me give my me, moment.
0: Give me your moment. I want to bask in my glory. I want to keep, keep his <laughs> face for as long as possible. But I guess it all ties nicely into uh, Keith Lee uh, losing to NXT Champion Karrion Cross because Jeff Hardy is out with COVID. Um, I mean, it, it's sort of it's a, a last minute booking decision, I, I imagine, uh, where probably Karrion Cross was going to get his win back against
2: Jeff Hardy. Well, actually, actually, they just recorded by Feifel that he was supposed to lose against Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I my question is was was Jeff was supposed to go down at NXT and then face cross for the title and then he wins the title? I mean, it will rejuvenate his career a little bit. Yeah, I mean I would love to see him with some of the guys down there.
0: Yeah, Jeff Jeff Hardy at NXT when he can do all the flips in the world. Uh, under Triple H's uh, management. Oh yes please.
2: Oh no, Triple H loves Jeff Hardy, so I think he would probably uh, throw, like he would probably give him the moon too, like you know.
1: Sarah, what do you think? I would love to see Jeff Hardy at NXT. I think he see him work with some of those guys down there. I, Johnny Gargano would be amazing. Cool. Or you know, you know Jeff Hardy uh, and against Austin Theory. Ooh. No, uh, Jeff Hardy
2: versus uh, Adam Cole. Jeff Hardy versus where? Um, who else is down there? Um, oh, uh, Pete Dunne. Ooh. I guess it's now we're the list about. goes on and on. i'm just like I'm, you know but yeah. i know that there's some reports they're saying that he's not going down an xd but we don't know what was the actual original plan was because like so i don't, i don't
0: know mm-hmm. i mean ultimately it's jeff hardy and you know we talk about rand Ewing having a lustrous career jeff hardy has, has certainly been around for a lot longer and obviously he's had uh yeah he's dabbled in uh tna sting would certainly know about that um is that you know he's been in, in the company for well good best part of a quarter of a decade in on and off so he's really yeah i think he's starting to slow up a little bit maybe go into a management role like his brother is going to do uh we we're just talking about nxt uh i guess it's a newsworthy story nxt going to sci-fi uh, for two weeks uh, to make way for the tokyo olympics um mm-hmm. i i can imagine i can already see the headlines tomorrow and, and thursday uh reading that the ratings are down as a result um it's it, it, it's a funny one of course last time wwe aired on sci-fi it didn't end too well um <laughs> I attest to paul heyman uh but do, do you think the break uh, away from uh from regular programming for two weeks will be a, a help or a massive hindrance uh, as
1: we build up to take over?
2: I mean, I don't, we'll have to
1: see. I don't know. I think I forgot they're gonna be on sci fi, so I imagine there's gonna be quite a few people who are gonna forget. So they're gonna either think their DR is taping it or gonna to try to expect to watch it, and then it's not on, they're gonna forget, and it's gonna cost them quite a bit of ratings. Mm. Yeah. it does It
0: does, um make one wonder obviously had the wednesday night war against aew dynamite still been in full effect is that how much of a damage that would have done against uh against the main rival is that now they're on separate nights at least they have got that buffer where they haven't got to worry as much uh with, with a, a clash like this
2: yeah but remember also um aew suffered because when they went to friday night so i mean mm. your stroke suffered so i mean I mean it's always like if it's a different time, a different channel, it always affects the product. It takes a while for fans to find it mm-hmm. and watch it. So So we'll we'll see in the next two weeks. I mean, they already taped the two weeks, so we'll see mm. what I, I already seen some spoilers, so <laughs> <laughs> I already gave one spoiler about Samoa Joe. Sorry about that folks. If <laughs> you didn't want to know the spoiler.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it it's certainly going to be um interesting to see what uh what it does to the numbers certainly going forward uh but uh yeah i think they are they're on a, a path to to really picking up momentum especially with what they're doing with samoa joe at the moment as to, uh, to getting back into a ring and uh, into in-ring competition it's certainly when you've got somebody like samoa joe ultimately you're going to pull in ratings uh and you're going to pull in interest and uh, linking smartly away is that there's been praise this week uh from instagram is that uh one of the most viewed uh highest viewed instagram post in company history is a photo of john cena confronting roman reigns at money in the bank uh and that is pulling in more eyes to the product i mean when a moment like that comes around everyone's eyes has to be on it and to to, to live that moment again and again and again
2: it, it, it was just a great pop wasn't it yeah and also he's working the live events so i saw videos that he's working the live mm. events too so they, they
0: were does. back on the road uh just yeah. just over the weekend and he did win in a six-man tag against the bloodline and he's he still he still he can still go he can still mm-hmm. go and still do do the six moves of doom so it, it's it's exciting to see you know how he'll get in shape uh, between now and what only four weeks away from the the big night in vegas
2: Yeah, oh come on now. He he works out every day, like he's like the rock. So I mean, like John Cena has nothing to worry about when it comes to workouts. So you know,
0: of course, and of course, and uh, apparently he's been revealed for the Madison Square Garden show on the tenth of September uh, for Friday Night SmackDown, uh, hinting that he will be sticking around somewhat after SummerSlam. Um, Could this suggest that he's losing uh, and that uh, John Cena is going to get his seventeenth? world title
2: no he's losing come on now it's it's pointless for him to win the title why like I get like I don't think they want to do that mistake what they did with the rock when they made him win the title that was more like more personal for them because they didn't they didn't like Punk honestly so I think they wanted to remove it and then give it to The rock because he's a bigger draw than him so They like John Cena, so I think John Cena will understand, you know, making uh, Roman uh, win at SummerSlam, you know, to help him out. So. Mm -hmm.
0: Sarah, what's your take?
1: Yeah, I mean, Cena's still built for quite a a few more movies and shows and whatnot. So he's pretty much there to put Roman over. Mm Mm-hmm well we've certainly got
0: the first whiff of uh the rock uh, starting to confirm that he is coming back to the company he's been on the start of his press tour for jungle cruise uh coming out in cinemas and he said in an interview with uh, Emily emily he's starting to use wrestling terminology like him and emily would be a tag team and now he's returned to wwe very soon so uh survivor series guys november we're getting a rock celebration hooray <laughs> that's how they're gonna bring him back of course. I, I, uh,
2: you're not feeling it? It's the rock. <sighs> what 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 okay, what's the okay, what's the difference between the rock and then John Cena returning? I mean it's come on now. It's for it's the draw ratings, it's draw eyeballs. It's it's kind of the same thing, you know. They're trying to fill that one hundred thousand seat arena in Texas for WrestleMania. So you know that's probably yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, I know, but like the, the way that John Cena... The, okay, the main difference between John Cena and The Rock, and Sarah, you agree with me on this, is that John Cena won't just milk you for weeks and months, and then he'll do it. He'll show up. He, he he quietly teased he was coming back to WWE He just didn't tell you when, and boom. You know, closing spot of Money in the Bank. We all lost our minds. I lost my mind at half past four in the morning. The Rock, on the other hand, will... will just be like yeah hub coming back and you know you you can probably go back through many of his interviews over the years that he said he'd be coming back um but we we all know when he will come back and he'll probably announce uh, in in advance what date he'll be coming back and then that sort of that it's got less of a oh that's 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 the thing like he, he rewind 10 years right when he uh, was announced as the host for WrestleMania twenty-seven, arguably the greatest WrestleMania of all time, he asked jo- asked Michael Cole and Jack Swagger that um, you know it's it, it was kind of expected. We all heard that he signed a deal, and then he signed a three-year WrestleMania deal, which uh, you know again ended up with him losing to John Cena in WrestleMania twenty-nine after beating CM Punk uh, and ending his four hundred thirty-four WWE title run is that it's it's underwhelming. It's not the rock of old. It's not the rock of 1999-2000 who will just slam through everybody and able to have, you know, barnstorm after barnstorm. It's, you know, it's formulaic. Uh, And as much as, you know, we are quietly excited for Roman Reigns against The Rock, just give it to us. Just don't don't tell us. Just give it to us. And this is why I sort of hate being a, a, a wrestling commentator, is that you sort of, Can read about it but you you, you just want it you know what i mean you know what i mean orlando
2: i really don't but uh to me it's just like i don't i don't mind the bill you know like i look the rock i understand why he's doing it because he's from the old school era about like oh no i'm not confirming you know but he really didn't deny so and of course they really want to keep this hush hush because they really want to fill that arena in survivor series so you know I mean, that's that's my opinion. So, I mean, they're going to give it to us. I feel that they are. It's going to happen, so we'll see.
1: If we get Roman versus Rock WrestleMania next year, is that the second Icon versus Icon match when we had Hogan versus Rock? I don't think so. I don't think it is.
2: I think that whole icon versus icon is long gone now, because this newer generation of wrestlers is, it's not, doesn't have the star power like how it was from the older guys. Like like Hogan, and Savage, and Piper, and Austin, and Michaels, and Hart, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean... Right now, what we're seeing from wrestling, there's a rejuvenant, so maybe there could be one person soon. We'll see. how we're seeing them now, but they're not at that level yet. You know, Becky right now, she's in that kind of, like, almost that... She's like in that CM Punk role, uh, Cena type of, like, uh, uh, star power,
1: oh, in absolutely. my opinion. Yeah.
2: yeah, so, but, honestly, there hasn't really been, like, a star star and sincere punk i would say
0: yeah i, I agreed and i think they use the term icon versus icon mm-hmm. i think it's yes they use that for the, those glaring looks of, of hollywood hulk hogan and the rock uh, in march 2002 and you know that that was <laughs> you know to, to trademark once in a lifetime sort of moments where they, they changed the match on the fly because it was that so overwhelming uh, for, and, and sort of almost a, a double turn between the two. And, you know, we, we, it's going to be a long time till we get another moment like that. And also another moment like, you know, Taker against Michaels in twenty five twenty six. It's going to be a long time till we get a a a, a match that we're going to talk about for years to come. Roxena f- felt forced and was forced. We had a year to build to it. And then we got, you know, <laughs> back-to-back uh, main events uh, of WrestleMania. And... As, as much as you know some would argue yeah yes that was that was once in the lifetime it just didn't feel right and they've got to and the, the only way that I'd be impressed by this and I think we've, we've gone a bit on uh, too long but I'm sure in future weeks we're gonna uh, keep coming back to this is the rock has to come back and really get his hands deep and start taking shots here you know we, we, we don't want 20. 11 2012 rock coming back we want i'm gonna say it 2003 rock we want the rock that that is a, a dirty heel and is willing to say what he's like and is willing to 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 get get low to be able to 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 get to rome and that's the build that they have uh between heyman and and, and uh, the bloodline against against uh the most electrifying man in all the sports in, uh entertainment that's 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 the kind of you know, intrigue that i want but we'll we'll see in weeks to months to come what sort of build we're going to get that is certainly Mm -hmm. sure we're going to discuss it here on the chop shop one final story i guess we'll wrap up with is the news that uh, that came out today is that we are getting a drama series about vince mcmahon in the 90s (laughs) and it's gonna keep vince mcmahon face against rupert murdoch i mean (laughs) i mean surely you commissioned this did not watch the attitude era
2: well, no, this is um uh, this is the series where he went to trial for the steroids, so mm-hmm. this is something before the attitude era, so um, I'm just wondering if chris uh Chris Helmsworth will still play Hulk for this t v series because he's gonna be playing The Hulk in a movie in a future project, you know, so um I'm anxious just to see like w- like because you know for a fact sometimes t v they fib some stories. <laughs> they, they, so, they fib.
0: They fib. No, have you? Have you seen the Jesse Ventura story?
1: It's a masterpiece. It's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. Like we'll see. I, I'm anxious just to see it. How about you, Sarah? Do you want to see it?
1: I mean, if it's produced by WWE, we know it's just going to be uh, all for show. Try to save face a little bit. We're not going to get the whole truth. If it was produced by the same people say as Dark Side of the Ring, I'd be all for it. I'd be I'd be there watching the premiere, but. Ooh. It, you know, it all depends who's producing it, really.
2: I, I, you know those people from Dark Side of the Ring, they're not going to hold back. <laughs>
0: the, the day they do a Dark Side of the Ring on Vincent K. McMahon is going to be the day that every Race Wrestling fan wakes up and is glued. To, to 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 that kind of episode, uh, you know, and as, as you said, we've got a a Hulk Hogan film in production, and we've got a, a Vince McMahon uh, uh series biopic
2: as well. They're doing it, a biopic of Vince McMahon as well, and then now they're doing this trial for a TV series. It's it's just going
0: to be intriguing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very <laughs>
2: intriguing. I mean, I don't know who's next. I mean, what they, will they do? Piper? Will they do? Uh, no, 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 no,
0: no. They, they've got they've got to do Taker, surely. Like something on him
2: that would, oh. I could, uh, yeah, I could probably see maybe a take her movie. I mean, or maybe like a, a, put it on streaming, like on Netflix or like on Peacock, you know? So, just...
0: so, so that what, what, why, why not? Let's have a Disney Plus thing of Doink the Clown. Let's have it. Give us what we want, WWE. We want a Doink <laughs> the Clown documentary. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: That <laughs> Sarah's face says it all. She wants it. She wants it deep down inside. <laughs> it would be interesting to see, there's a couple of different people that play Doink, you know, to get all their different perspectives. It could be very Can't, interesting.
0: Don't, don't ruin the business! Don't ruin the business! <laughs> Kayfabe oh, is dead. I know, right? Kayfabe <laughs> is
1: dead.
2: Kayfabe is dead.
0: Kayfabe is dead and Sarah Biscuit killed it. That is uh, your leading <laughs> shot of this week's Chop Shot. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast. We'd love to hear what you've got to say on all things WWE related. But from me, Luke Lucansi Austin, me and queen, Sarah Biscuit, and Orlando Teco, here till next week for the Chop shop
2: Bye.